welcome back, everybody, to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. But Sarah, we have a very special guest joining us. Yes, we sure do. This week. Yes, I'm very excited. Comedian, superstar, TV star, I'm going to say, taking over the world. I literally, I'm in LA, and I was driving, and I saw you on a billboard, Dan, because Flatbush Misdemeanors Season 2 is out now. At time of this launching, this episode, it is out now, the first episode. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I know I didn't take a photo of it because I am not good at driving, so I can't multitask that, but it was very cool to see. Oh, thank you. Yes, people have sent me photos of the billboards, and I, I just ask if anyone sees any vandalized, either on bus benches or anything, please send them to me, because I uh, would also love to see that. Because <laughs> I'm reporting them one by yeah. one. Yeah. I love. I mean, that is very, in terms of, like, true crimes, That is uh, vandalism is very low-level. That is very, it's kind of almost endearing. It's, it's artistic. Low-level, and also, as someone who's from New York City, a, a badge of honor. If somebody were to draw a dick on your face, that's, like, that's a nice rite of passage. You do that with like a dollar slice, and then you're like, I'm home. It's all, yeah, exactly. it's, I'm just so home. Exactly. And I do love because me and Sat, are you, what is your obsession with like scams, cults, all that? Do you get obsessed with it, or are you like, I'm terrified and I don't want to learn anything more because I might join one? Uh, me, I, I love scamming stuff. That, that's, that, that's the. Th- like the, doing the scams? No, I wish. No, what I'm so impressed with the scammers is that they have this uh, energy and and time that I don't have. Like, it's so much work. Like, I watched the, the Bad Vegan guy and the uh, Tinder swindler, and these guys, they have so much energy for their long-term heists. It would take a fraction of that to just make as much money regular way. So that's, that's what I so really so respect true. about them. I, I would be like, can you give me money if you want to? Like, if you don't want to, it's cool. <laughs> I know, I would never push like that, but they're so, I love when it's not catch me if you can level genius. Like these are usually often just clumsy, like weird, (laughs) like obviously creepy, off-putting people. Um, They're not DiCaprio charming guys. And so it's mesmerizing. Yeah. You know, I feel some recent Leo is given a little, like, I, I don't know if he could scam as well as he could in uh, 20 years ago. Definitely not. Titanic Leo could fly a yeah. plane. Yeah. It's, <laughs> too, it's too much of that, like, beer he says that's good for the environment. I don't really know how, but it, it doesn't. <laughs> I feel like only if you're 25, it would work on you. <laughs> I know. I guess his scam is just dating people whose frontal uh, lobe has not fully developed yet. Facts. I don't know if that's a scam or a choice. But Dan, I'm curious, before we get into because we picked a case for to talk with you about that's very Brooklyn. Okay. But before that, I wonder, because uh, like, you sold the show, Flappish Misdemeanors, which is so fun. Do you ever feel like you have to like scam to make anything happen in the TV world? Do you feel like you had to put on a scammer hat or go the opposite route? One, well, a thousand percent. It's all a giant scam. <laughs> Everything is a lie. Everything is just horseshit. Well, no, I mean, you do, you have to uh, uh, scam from the very beginning. And so, you know, I was talking to people because we made it independently as a web series. And so, if, you know, if anybody has ever made stuff independently, you know, you just have to do whatever you can to shoot the thing. So, the amount of lies I've told, I shot a short, and I, was, I said I was a Greek student at City College finishing a class project and that let they let me shoot in a greek orthodox school because of it oh oh my god 
I met with the principal and he was like, are you Greek? And I didn't want to lie, but I also didn't want to tell the truth. So I just, <laughs> I just muttered out uh, grandfather. And he was like, <laughs> like, I guess implying my grandfather was Greek. And he's like, you speak Greek? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, and he's like, oh, so he says something in Greek. And I was like, oh, well, now you sound like my grandfather. And he was like, oh, come on. Oh, you can it. It's all a scam. It's all you do what you have to do to get the thing made. And it's all fine. You're like, I'm not lying. I have a grandfather. <laughs> I, I, muster, I mustered out a word. And if, if he took it context wise <laughs> to connect those yep. dots, fine. You know? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and you know, that is impressive. That's a note for everybody out there. Sometimes it's not lying if you just shout random words because you're just not forming sentences. That, I agree. If anyone's on trial, please just, yeah, just do a hoedown. Just vamp. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sarah, you found this case out, which is very interesting. Are you brought it to my attention? And Dan, are you a chocolate fan? Of course, yes. Okay. All right, Sarah, fill us in a little bit about okay. what's going on here. So I'm very excited. We're going to be talking about Mast Chocolate, which still is a chocolate company. It's like very hipstery. It's $10 a bar, maybe more now because of inflation. I mean, that alone is very, $10 for a piece of oh, chocolate scam. is very scamming, but. Very New York too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? And the bigger scam was that they claimed to be like making their own chocolate, but in fact, they may have just been melting other people's chocolate and just like repackaging it. <laughs> Which I kind of, I mean, it is a smart thing because in a sense, like if you melt something, I feel like that is making it. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're making nachos, you melt cheese. So there is some half truths to what they're doing. So you're going to open up a farm to table nacho, nacho restaurant. It's in my microwave. And and I think that this is very... Uh, uh, normal for any company i think i think you, i mean this is uh, apple we all use apple and, and they you know it was windows made a thing and and or apple did and the windows took from it uh, great companies steal from each other and just capitalist their way to you know suppress the rest of us you know it's synergy it's cute and it's also a thing too where it gets to a point it's so adorable my thing about capitalism is it's so fucking cute i like them with their suits raising the rent i'm like it's like picture day it's adorable oh my god (laughs) and it also ties into the fact too that all these major companies i don't want to know all the things i'm ingesting from a company like the nutritional, the back, no, I'm like, I'm next facts. to Pringles. Do I think I want, it's 9 a.m. in LA, I'm next to Pringles. Uh, that's a life choice, but I don't want to know <laughs> what I'm eating in them. I just know that they're delicious. That is terrifying. It's the old uh, how the sausage is made thing. I never want to know. I don't want to learn what's inside. It's all just going to, it's just going to upset me. And then you just won't have mm-hmm. anything. I remember there was just one article that went around about like eyelids with sausage. And I was like, that's enough reading for the rest of my what? life. No. Hot dogs? That's like yeah. when I read those articles that Parmesan cheese has like sawdust in it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, remember, well, look. Remember when uh, there was that thing with Subway a few years ago? And <laughs> yes. they were like, And they were like, you got to stop like m- using uh, foam from mattresses to make your bread. And they were like, fine. Like they were like, <laughs> like they didn't want us. They're like, all right. <laughs> oh my God. And now I'm onto something because it's like the foam bread, so fucking good. Parmesan delicious, that's sawdust. <laughs> I, why are we just not eating homes? Like it really, it's the new takeout. I'm just going to rent a new place to eat. Yeah. 
That's what Habitat for Humanity is. It's really it's just a, it's a meal program. Yeah. Yeah. It's a meal prep. No, you have this house for two weeks. Yes. <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Yeah. All the cheese you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Sarah, fill, fill us in about this. If people don't know what the Mass Chocolate Company is, fill us in about it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, Mass Chocolate is actually a very popular chocolate company that was founded in 2007 by brothers Rick and Michael Mast. And they are from Iowa, and they moved to Williamsburg, which is already hipster. That's pretty Brooklyn. <laughs> and Vanity Fair said they're widely credited for introducing artisanal chocolate to mainstream American culture. Is that That true? shocked me. I'm like, we knew about, cho- like, what? We knew about fancy chocolate. Because I thought, like, in my mind, Godiva is still the fanciest chocolate of all time. Yes. I, just I, I so. love a lint truffle. Well, they, Godiva is kind of... Um, uh, Trump-like in its branding because they're like it's gold. It's gold means it's, gold means it's expensive. You know, it's a very like child oh God. view. Oh now gosh, I'm like, am I a chocolate conservative? I'm like, because <laughs> I love that it just gold and says it's rich. I'm like, yeah. I think you're kind of uh, yeah, like chocolate maga. You know, <laughs> chocolate nugget. Yeah. Yeah. So the Mass Brothers called their business the American Dream with a hipster twist. Painful. Uh, Truly painful. Dan, as someone who has a whole show about Brooklyn, how much do you hate that sentence? The American dream with a hipster twist. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> I almost feel like it's like a, a... Almost dated. It's like a 2013, 2014 kind of thing. This kind yes. of uh, uh, hipster packaging. Yeah. Lena Dunham was yes. their marketing manager. Nobody knows that, but yeah. Exactly. Yes. I mean, the fact that they maybe lied to people, I feel like, is truly the American dream. So I think they <laughs> were true. a little bit spot on with that. And they they had these, like, beards that I feel like everybody was obsessed with because, again, it was 2007. And they kind of became, like, this overnight success. And they wrapped their chocolate in this expensive, really nice paper, sold it for $10 a bar, which we've already discussed is a crime. And they had a really fast expansion going from their apartment to a factory in 2008, then a larger one in 2011, and then they opened up places in L.A. and London. And one shop alone in Williamsburg earned $28,000 in sales in just one weekend. So they were a big deal. I mean, still are. I see that stuff everywhere. I think their chocolate's still sold at Starbucks and places. So I feel like there, there's nothing that we're going to say in this episode knocked them down. <laughs> Anything, right. they're just even I more. saw it on a delivery app yesterday, and I was like, these guys are still around? That's a level of sadness to get chocolate. A chocolate bar delivered to you is, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, I got ice cream. Yeah, you need to Thank order you. a bunch of things. <laughs> even if your intent is just to get the chocolate to kind of soften and cushion the blow a little bit. You know? <laughs> well, I'm just... <laughs> It's just one guy handing me a chocolate bar at my door. <laughs> yeah, you don't want you don't you don't want him just bringing one yeah. one sad no. chocolate bar. That's brutal. They'd be like, "I hope you have a therapist. Like, you need yeah. someone. Someone. <laughs> this chocolate bar is not going to fix the problems that are happening inside you, sir." I would hope they would like throw in tissues or Kleenex just for the tears <laughs> that are probably happening. Just bawling their eyes out. But honestly, like so much of this chocolate, it was like dark chocolate too. So at least they're making like kind of health specific. I tell myself dark chocolate is the healthy. I'm option. like I don't healthy know chocolate, right? <laughs> I pack no jeans on my seven day trip for different reasons besides the fact that I eat dark chocolate <laughs> for health, and I'm next to Pringles. <laughs> But so it's a funny thing, like $10, I mean, some people are gasping, but like, 
in New York, I, things are just so overpriced sometimes. And it kind of leads into the trend of it that they're like, oh, it's kind of like that stuffed croissant that was like $15. People just love that. But with the main drama that happened with them is because, like, Sarah, what you were saying, they were bean to bar chocolate, which I've never heard of this before. Bean to bar, which is kind of cool. What does that mean? Isn't that what it all is? So it's kind of, I feel like it's like sort of like, it's like the natural wine of chocolate or like the people that like, it's like farm to table-y too. So it's like, yeah, it's the people that are- So like not mass produced, basically. This is the purest form of something that is sold in a wrapper at a counter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it also, I mean, I guess- I mean, I always like, because I'm like, it's like they're touching every step of it. I'm like, that kind of, to me, I'm like, why are you advertising? I'm like, that's disgusting. They've just been massaging this chocolate (laughs) since day of conception. But alas. But all these real ones, because like Bean to Bar, it kind of has like this snoot, it's like wine connoisseur, literally, where the people are like, so like judging of how other people make it. So everyone is like, I knew from day one, something was up here. It kind of, it's sort of like when people were like in like, uh, murder documentaries were like everything was so good but something was off about this person until and all that stuff so they yep. found out people's mur- rumors around town was that they were using remelted chocolate like Sarah was saying and one particular chocolate manufacturer from France Varona was supplying them a lot of it which I think also sounds chic I would just say we're a French chocolate company and not lie about oh hell yeah in yeah. Brooklyn that would actually sell BRB got to go incorporate a business. It would sell. Nobody would fact check it. They, no, would just, they, they would just. It would just give the illusion of class, which is really that's the key to to scamming successfully. Yes. It has to kind of sound like yes. all right. That's a th- you. You need to sound good enough that nobody asks follow up questions. Yes, that is a hundred. Yes, and it it wor- It usually works like a charm because instead of being to bar, they're doing the bitches and berets, and like you have, you can still pay rent. <laughs> I'm like, that's what the Mass Brothers messing up. Yeah. Yes, you would just need to talk with a French accent all the time. That could yeah. get tricky. But you, then people are like, oh, you don't go to Valrona? And they're like, do you go there? I was like, no, but I ate my chocolate from there. And it's a really good out of whole thing. <laughs> and it's also interesting, too, because I, I guess some chocolate tastes differently. I mean, I'm not really uh, breaking the bank to like sample the chocolate. I'm usually getting it in a state of duress or I'm eating Reese's Pieces. But uh, the bean <laughs> to bar <laughs> chocolate has a very distinctive taste that can, people can like, it literally can be like, they sniff it, bite it, and can be like, oh, this chocolate is from like Ecuador or something like that. So people were biting this chocolate being like, I can't place it anywhere. And it doesn't taste bean to bari. Mm. Which, oh, they're seeing through the cracks. Meanwhile, I go to a wine tasting and I'm like, this is a red, <laughs> like Michael Scott. <laughs> they're like, this tastes great. They're like, ma'am, that's the water at the table. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> But then, of course, I love, so there's a lot of chocolatier drama that goes on. And this is a world I'm kind of now obsessed with. So there's this girl, Aubrey, who is a chocolatier in Portland, which I feel if there's another place that would be involved in this, it is Portland, Oregon, because they love their specific niche things. Oh, absolutely. I've never been there, but I just can put two and two together. I've watched some Grey's Anatomy. I can put two and two together about the Northwest Coast. I've never been either, but this is my sense as well, yes. Right? It kind of has, yeah. I'm like, anyone, yeah, Portland. It feels like a place where... Uh, everybody would. It feels like a great scamming um, location if you go. Oh. Like, you could pull off a great heist there. Yeah. 
all you need is a deck of tarot cards and you can get a mansion in Portland in like six months, I think. <laughs> and I say that as someone, I would pay. I would pay for someone in Portland to read my tarot cards because it's be like, you have a better yeah. sense. Like you're closer to the, I feel like you're closer to the wind over there. And I think that's needed for that. Yeah. But so this girl, Aubrey, was confident that they did not make their own chocolate. She was calling them out, saying it was overly refined. It tasted like industrial chocolate and it didn't have like the balanced flavors that she liked. So here she kind of wanted to make this whole stampede against them. But what's interesting is because like when someone, this guy, Larry Gober, which kind of sounds like a guy who just loves his chocolate. I'm just like Gober, you know? Yeah. He's an Oklahoma chef. He was thinking about buying them, buying out Mast. And he they did say like, well, my favorite, it kind of is like the, they gave it like the commercial for like an antidepressant where they're like, oh my God, it's sourced to like, you know, Venezuela, Ecuador, Dominican Republic, Madagascar. And then I was like, we then receive cocoa paste from like Valhorna and sometimes mix it all together and everything like that. And I'm like, all right, you put that, you put that like fine print really fast at the end of that. Right. Yes. So is it, is, again, it kind of goes back to Dan being Greek. Is it a lie if you just make it like font two in your email? Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, yeah, definitely full of shit. But here's the thing with a lot of the scams that are uncovered. And I think this is one like that where you are often undone unless you get you know, Theranos E just like way too big for your britches where it's like, okay, you are flying way, not just close to the sun, but into the sun with how much you're daring it. Until you get to that point, you're kind of just banking on like that other people don't care that much and have other things to do and that they're not going to like eat, eat the chocolate and then spend their days launching an investigation themselves, you know? So it's, you're kind of good for a little while, you know? It seems like, honestly, this is just too niche for anybody to care. Like, the chocolate world was up in arms, but everybody's just like, meh, they have a pretty wrapper, and I'm cool with paying 10 bucks, like, to this day. It is also one they of those things where, like, it. someone having a conspiracy theory about chocolate, people are like, there's a lot. Like, I know we sometimes obsess <laughs> about things that don't matter, but just just eat your chocolate bar and get on with your fucking life. So yeah, well, they, had, they, were, they were smart with that. It's like, I'm like, oh, so... You've never had trauma in your life if you need to get to the bottom of the chocolate controversy in well, Brooklyn. Right. I think chocolate, it's a, a dessert. It's something you, you're feeling bad you eat it. And so I don't think a lot of people are like, I want to make sure that this is an ethical consumption of chocolate. They're like, I just want right. to eat so much chocolate and, and lie down because life is beating me. I think that's more the like mantra. And the ethos of chocolate. Yes. Than. And then you just, you tell yourself it's made ethically like after the fact sure. to kind of make yourself feel better. Oh, like Tom <laughs> shoes. I bought so many Tom shoes during 2008. I'm like, where's the proof that they went anywhere? Because they was like, True. you buy a pair, we're going to send them someone. I'm like, wait, okay. I trust you yes. too. I'm like, I, and I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to be like, guys, we have to rally against Tom's. Everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm dealing with like <laughs> actual shit in my life. Right. I'm hunting down 2008, it really had this scammy thing. And to Dan's point too, this was back on like before Victoria's Secret was like, oh, sorry, did we give everybody anorexia? Because like they just ever, no one wanted to eat chocolate in 2008, but we all did because it was so good. But they, it was really that different. It was that, it was that mindset. Yeah. That hipster, uh, <laughs> Heidi Klum, or not Heidi Klum, what's that other? Giselle mindset. Giselle, yes. yes. Giselle, shout out to her and her weird marriage. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, her husband who would rather who would rather risk another brain injury than spend <laughs> a month with them. 
Truly. <laughs> That's the saddest like, Or eat a tomato. He's got this supermodel wife, and they're like, he's like, well, no, I'll just take another concussion. <laughs> he had one dinner as a retired man and was like, fuck. <laughs> it's too much. I'm just supposed to sit across from this model until I'm dead? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know what, I, I don't know what it would be the football equivalent but i feel like soon he's just gonna like ride the zamboni around he's just like yeah. no no they still need me to do this it's like i just waved everybody so i cannot have a conversation okay. <laughs> all right you know shout out to him and the time he kissed his kid that's always weird uh <laughs> it's my one tom brady thing i'll never get over so these guys the mass brothers weird family as well. They said that they hoped to be exclusively bean to bar by the end of their first year, which never happened once our laboratory is complete. And everyone is kind of like, what fucking lab are you making here? And also, like, you can't claim that you're bean to bar if you just, like, hope to be it. Like, No. I, I do. I do like that. I do like the... And that seems like, from having watched everything about Elizabeth Holmes that there is out there. It feels like a big thing with like rising companies is like the aspirational statement. We are, yes, we are the most uh, 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 environmentally friendly, like whether or not it's true. They're just words. You're just saying words. And people are like, I like those words. And then you're like, well, we hope to be, then you can qualify it. Well, we hope to be by 2067. And you're like, okay, that's good. You hope, you know, it's like, (laughs) I I hope to be a size medium by the end of the year. We all hope to do a lot of things. And now you are, Danny. And you can't, and you you can't fall to hope. That's, that's, that's true. That's some realness. (laughs) They manifested. (laughs) So they started to kind of, because they realized that this Valhona is making the headway. So they're starting to say, oh yeah, we work with them a little bit. And like they did at the beginning, but then they kind of were like, kind of like a shitty, partner in a relationship with like we used to but we're done we net no oh my god it was a one-time thing you know it was a lack <laughs> of judgment we felt weak they were french you know they had an accent it was really like they couldn't help themselves oh at like a wine bar in williamsburg if someone french is talking to you it's game over so they kind of said they're changing their ways my favorite though is because we had aubrey in portland now we have art pollard or pollard art though i love that his name is art art and chocolate i actually trust this bitch more than anybody else you give me a guy named Art, and it's really good. I love a good Art, a guy named Hal. I don't know. Just and he went to a place that I'm sure we have all spent some weekends, Brooklyn Flea. Oh, mm. classic. It's classic. It's just, if you want to, like, swelter while looking at, like, uh, cardigans that, like, were worn by, like, a guy on a Navy boat in 1970s, run, don't walk. That was all I've seen at Brooklyn Flea, I feel like. It's like me just thinking I can be on that show, Flea Market Flip, of like, <gasps> yeah, I could totally get this dresser and turn it into like a side table. It's like, I'm not doing that. I don't even own a paintbrush. I've never walked into Michael's, but I feel like I could win Flea Market Flip as well. It seems fun. Exactly. It's all Because it's all in the scam. It's all in the sales of it. Because you is. buy something that's $5 and you bedazzle it and you're like, this could have been Marilyn Monroe's. Uh. Right. And you're like, it's $100 now. And some hipsters like, that's a good price. Yeah. So then Art was kind of sniffing around the Brooklyn Flea. Uh, and he said that he was like shocked that they were selling, the Mass Brothers were selling six varieties of chocolate bars. And he said, and I love Art because he seems a little petty. He said, I wasn't accusing. I'm just amazed that they're able to pull this off as a bean to bar company. So I'm like, okay, Art being a little chocolate shady yes. there. 
And when he asked Mast about this, he's like, how do you get six bars? Because Art was saying it takes so long to make like one bar from bean to bar. How do you have all these ones? And they mm-hmm. said they get their cacao from Trinidad. But that year, we all know this because it was like 2008. We all know about Trinidad's cacao production in 2008. Every single yourself. person who is anybody knows that Trinidad <laughs> had a low cacao production due to the number of factors going on there. So they, Paul Art was calling bullshit on them. That's so funny and in keeping with like, it's just another company thing of like, I'll just name a country and think <laughs> that nobody really, that we're just like ignorant Americans that don't really know what goes on anywhere else. So when you're like, well, how do you, how do you do that? And you're like, well, Uruguay, they have all, they have all, every kind of cardinal. And you're like, oh, I, okay. Like, you, you know, whatever. <laughs> And then everybody's like, Brooklyn Flea's like, oh my God, I need to go there. I want to visit so bad. And like, do good. Like, have fun, but also do good when I'm there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> yeah, it's really, that's really a, a almost can't lose when you, when you make quite a crazy claim. That's the thing about these Mass Brothers. They know what they're doing. They know how to market. I feel like someone said that about them. They were like, they're, they're not good at making chocolate, but like, they're really good at marketing. They should just teach a class on that. Well, that's like you ever you ever see. Uh, I think more foods are uh, doing this, or they're packaging it. But they're saying stuff is vegan when it's like a guess, but also like a banana, like, and you're like, yeah, it'll be like, like, <laughs> la- be like Lay's barbecue chips, and they're like, it's vegan, and you're like, I guess, but what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Lay's, so no animals are at all in your factory. Any so happens, yeah, right. Like I, I don't think it's healthy still, but yeah, I'll no. eat it. <laughs> on this, but I think I think you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> or I feel so it's like great source of vitamins. I'm like, which vitamins? So then he started to question them a little bit more and he was like they were like these three bars we made and these other three dot 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 are Valrona. So he they revealed to art that they are using it. So again, it's more so it's an open secret kind of in that thing where they'll tell people in the biz. Just like, guys, this is what we're doing. Almost in a way to be like, these fuckers don't know the difference. Just make these cheaper bars to make money. But the truth, the true chocolatiers can't handle that. Because the drama adds on even more because the Mass Brothers PR were like, "Mm, we don't know where Valrona is. We don't do that. We don't know her. We don't know her. We're like, that bitch is a liar. (laughs) So this is like the funniest part to me because eventually around like 2009, experts believed that Michael and Rick did actually start making some of their own chocolate. And the reason that they figured that out is because the quality of their bars just plummeted. And a reporter for the Dallas Food who did this like four-part series on chocolate, which I I wish I could get paid to do a (laughs) four-part series on a chocolate scam. (laughs) But so he described the taste as coarse and muddy. Ouch. I'm sure what happened there was they realized we're, we're liars. It's getting a little out of hand. So let's try to do it the honest way. And we'll just start making our own. And it'll be fine. And then they're like, oh, no. We're like horrible. Oh. I remember years ago, there was a thing. I saw it on YouTube. And it was like, I don't know. It was like Australia's Got Talent or something. One of, well, it was something like that. And it, I just saw it because it was a, a stand-up comedian who did great on the show and then after he advanced they found out he'd been stealing all his material 
from, you know, like, you know, UK comedians or whatever. And then they advanced and they called him on it. It was a thing. And then he came back the next week and they're like, and he did his own material. And it was so bad. The judges, (laughs) the judges were literally like, you know what? Keep stealing material. You did it. You did that stuff better. This stuff is really bad. So you go back to the other thing because you can't do this. And oh this is my a, God. this is a little bit of that energy. It's like oh, you know what? So- Keep being full of ah. shit and and taking the, whatever you're doing to get the good chocolate because we would rather a lack of ethics that tastes good than like honest dog shit. Uh. I wish I had the confidence to start a business, a full-on business at something I was just not even good at. Could not do. And I love, too, that Australia guy probably was like, you know what? My real material, they're going to see the real me and it's going to hit so good. Cut to. (laughs) (laughs) No. God, like in hacks. Uh, Okay. So, oh, this is funny because that woman, Aubrey Lindley, or was mm. it a guy? I actually don't know. Unisex name. Confusing. Tasted the chocolate again in 2010 and basically just roasted it. Uh, they said most of it was, most of the chocolate was simply inedible by my standards. Oh. And you have to try, I think, to make chocolate inedible. Like, it's yeah. chocolate. That's, I don't know if I've ever tasted chocolate. I'm like, I can't finish this in one sitting. I don't know if I have. I only had one um, d- dollar slice ever that I felt like I want my dollar back you know (laughs) it takes a lot to chocolate pizza it takes a lot to like mess these things up these are pretty like home run you know it's right on the tee you know for you so if you screw it up it's like impressive yeah so what's like funny is that um also because part of their story was that they were self-taught these like self-taught chocolate making MacGyvers. I think the self-taught part is evident. That is facts. And also why does, I feel like every startup now calls themselves MacGyvers. And I'm like, when does that reference age out? I'm like, name one episode that you've seen. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen one either. So I'm not one to talk, but this is wild because, you know, they would talk about their machines and how they kind of like invented this equipment so that they could like make this small batch chocolate. Um, and they made a cookbook in 2013, talked Aww. about the machines and all the stuff they would use, which I'm also like, how many pages could there be? Like, <laughs> you're making one thing. I don't know. That, yeah, I get, because I feel like it's almost like when people are like, those like books of pancakes and it's like, make the pancakes and put blueberries on the next place it's chocolate. I'm like, what is this for? Yeah. But it was also 2013. That's when like everyone had a book at Urban Outfitters that was like, five pages long and it's That's like so true. yeah <laughs> like the badass bitch brooklyn guide to brunch. Right. Like, i'm gonna write that right now uh <laughs> and it would just be 10 pages 28 dollars, and they're like yes you're Man, so right like, they're like chocolate fuck your life it's an <laughs> instant bestseller that's, <laughs> there's some stuff where i'm like man i would bet a hundred thousand people bought this and zero have opened it zero <laughs> Exactly. It's on every bar cart, just dusted over. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they in this cookbook, they talked about like the machines and everything they would use to make the chocolate. But again, our, our favorite chocolatier haters were like, there's actually no such thing as commercial equipment for small batch chocolate making. It's not Florence and the machine. It's chocolate. Yeah, they're not going to have any machines going on. 
<laughs> and what's also funny is that uh, they did this tour, I think, in 2009 um, in this in their Brooklyn factory. And a tour guide said that the brothers figured everything out via trial and error and referenced only ancient Incan or Mayan techniques. But she was like, I don't know which one, like one of those. That's my favorite. That's so cool. But also, I love One of those too, that it, peoples. it's like this tour guide for like a chocolate shop. This like probably like 20 something Brooklyn girl who's just severely hungover walking people around chocolate. She's like, I don't fucking know the Mayans. Like she doesn't give a shit. I don't even blame her. No. <laughs> I do that shit all the time. And and this is, it's fun that that's how it always kind of like comes to an end. Is like there are these like big scam a lot of people like lose their money a lot of people and then it always ends up like you know with some like you ever see shattered glass you ever see that one where it's like it okay so it's the guy steven glass he wrote for the new republic and he was um, a feature right he would write like profiles of weird interesting people he would find you know and then they found out they were all made up he wrote like 40 there were like cover Wait, stories for like major. I think I'm watching this for my class, so thank you. Yeah, it's shattered glass, and uh, oh my god, and and it was all made up. So he's a great writer, but he would just make up things. He would be like, I was at this uh, uh, young Republicans convention, and they were all Damn. acting uh, crazy or whatever. It, it was stuff that like you felt like sounded true, so you wanted to believe it, and so then yeah. it ended the same way, where it's like the editor was like, okay, take me to where. This happened where this cyber hacker conference of children hackers happened and he's just walking around and it just ends with like the kid who didn't read the book being asked basic questions and he's like it was over there and and he's like but that's a lobby and he's like no but we put out chairs like it was like crazy. Oh God! I need to watch this. Oh, caught oh, red-handed. Gosh. Oh my God! The sad walkthrough is like the funniest <sighs> way it could end. Yeah, it's like him sad with just Google Maps. Like here, no, yeah. It's kind of giving like Four Seasons landscaping. Like <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yes. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! So also on a tour um, in 2009 that was led by Rick. He showed the these like chocolate, I don't know, connoisseurs, some of their equipment, but underneath a counter in the factory, they found Ooh. containers of the Valrona chocolate. It's like, so, oh, it's red handed. It's just that little mix. I would, I kind of, I kind of love that they just had it like straight out, but also still, Valrona, like, you didn't you put could, it away, right? You didn't even try to do a cover up before oh. you led your own tour of a business. Uh, but here's and here's where I'll, I'll defend these good thieves because <laughs> there are a lot of uh, you know uh, people that make food or, or whatever that they're poisoning people. They are you know they're they're bribing True. the FDA. They're killing people and they're like just let us keep killing people and they're like okay <laughs> and they just keep yeah. doing it. So. You know, it's not. I wonder how much is probably like for a genuinely ethical food cup. That's a, a stat I completely made up, but it feels right. Probably four. <laughs> I agree. And the rest, yeah, I, it's just bri- like uh, a bribery and and killers and just indifferent monsters. You know, just poisoning <laughs> us on a daily basis, and we're just you know we just go on with our days. 
It's just, and we just yeah we just munch away. So that is true. The Mass Brothers aren't trying to do anything besides also give us French chocolate, which it's like it's not like they're stealing from Hershey's. I was We're gonna going say global. they're they're putting chocolate in the chocolate. It's not like the sawdust in the cheese scenario. So hey, and it's kind of like as Nicki Minaj said, like bitch, if you ain't shit and then get off the pot. Like all these other companies, <laughs> make yeah, only quick chocolate. Nicki Minaj said that. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, you know, she's Trinidadian. I'm sure she was like, yeah, the cocoa production was really slow that time. That's why they had to go to Valrona. So she probably would back them up. They also didn't find any evidence, though, of certain ingredients on the mass chocolate lists because like vanilla beans, cocoa powder, soy, all that stuff. But like, like they were trying to be really like chic with it. Cause that's also what a lot of like fancy brands do. They'll be like decadently wrapped in our like homemade secrets. I'm like, no, what are the ingredients in this? And they're just like love. And it's like, no, I need no. Okay. So you're dancing around that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're just, they just dance around. And also that's a smart thing. So they just started like removing stuff from their back packaging. Cause they kind of wanted to be like that. Like, Oh, we don't, you care what the back of the you're reading are right. like consumerism and everyone's like Damn, you're looking yeah. at the price like yeah. oh you can't afford it <laughs> they're like oh you're poor and you're like no i live in dumbo i can have it yeah uh, <laughs> yes so they're like no i love mass chocolate but this is like sour to your point so everyone kind of did end up saying like no one is like they can't get arrested for this everyone's just saying they're so good at marketing but so bad at making chocolate and it is so true there are hey. some people that I'm like, you're so dumb at so many things, but you know how to be dumb everywhere. And that is a skill set. Insert <laughs> that, so is, that is a profit in 20, yeah. <laughs> so many scammers are just like so bad at just like society, but very good at like Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, but also there are, there are some uh, people, uh, uh, and I don't know, I guess, I don't know if they're scammers or just like, um, and, you know, there's a lot in entertainment where, and there's, there's like there's someone I'm thinking of who I won't say who it is, Ooh. but I, I've seen their work, and every time I see their work, I'm like, this is horrible. This is really, really bad. They're not good at maybe anything. And then I met this person, and they were so charming and charismatic and almost politician-like, where they, you just yeah. feel so seen. Certain successful scammers, I think, have this ability to like when they look at you or when they talk to you, like you feel like you want to give them power. That makes you feel good, you know? Like that's Obama or like Taylor Swift. We want to help Taylor's version. Like we feel good. (laughs) That's so true. We feel good making these incredibly powerful people more powerful. And so (laughs) when I was interacting with this person, I was like, oh, I get it. I get why. Because me talking, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm wrong that you're bad at everything. Like, maybe you're the best <laughs> at everything. And I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, you just start <laughs> to question it. So these great scammers, the super successful ones, I think, have this ability to just, like, look right at you. And you're like, I know this person's full of shit, but I just want to believe them so much that I don't yes. care. I don't care. That. It's all. It's a different skill in itself. That is so true, and it's kind of yeah. like they're like, "Oh, my! Pro- the product is more so just the placeholder to get them to the place so they could take over." The, uh. the product doesn't matter at all, and it's totally incidental. It could be one thing. It could be. It could be a drop of your blood. It could be <laughs> cancer. It could be that, that you know they'll build a house. Whatever it is, everything could fall apart. But when they look at you. It's this thing you can't teach that just, they're just born with this amazing skill. And you're like, okay, great. Take, take, take whatever you want. So to anybody listening who's mediocre, 
watch American Psycho. Don't take all the advice, but do some face masks. It'll help. You know, you never know. It could maybe have you get you a little more convincing, a little more, a little more yeah, nice. Having yeah. good skin will give you that confidence. Honestly. So yeah. So they kind of just from this when they started to do more of their own thing, they were just constantly ripped apart. Chocolate being so bad and. People, the funny thing is, at the end of the day, a lot of the bean to bar people almost are thankful for them. And I feel this is kind of true in so many other industries because they're like, yeah, they misled so many people. The chocolate's not good, but they open the door that people now don't think like, oh, $10 isn't that, that's an average price for chocolate now. They're like, oh, because they set that bar so high. So now so many other places like, here's our good chocolate that's $8. And now it seems like a deal. It's literally like cold brew versus iced coffee now where I'm like, oh, iced coffee is now so cheap because cold brew is $25. (laughs) You know, I think they ultimately did everybody like a, a service. Yeah. I mean, shit, how mad can we be? They're lifting everybody <laughs> Listen, up. If I get if I get to spend more for chocolate, I'm a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> this marketing is working on me because I'm like, I gotta go home and try the chocolate. I'm sure it's not gonna taste bad to my yeah, I know unsophisticated we're f- palate. We're flirting with a recession right now, but guys, that's true. If it's rent versus being to bar. If big if big chocolate is cashing in, then <laughs> yeah milk that milk chocolate for everything it's got baby yeah so i mean that it kind of i I don't know i I, i'm not mad at them for this all in all i kind of respect it no i feel like nobody was really hurt or harmed by this you know no i think i I think it's yeah i think they uh lied and that's uh, and they Con some people and made some money, and I think that's part of uh, uh, succeeding in New York business. You know, it's true. It's the true hipster American dream, or whatever they said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The American dream with a hipster twist. The karma for them is because they made those. They had those big bushy beards, the B two Bs, for their marketing because they wanted to really be Brooklyn, and now they're stuck with them because right. that's yes, part of their that's, that's their true. logo so it's kind of like the australian guy who had to have a shitty set of his yes. live on youtube forever yeah they're gonna have to comb chocolate crumbs out of their like dumbledore beards until the mm. end of days and it's Damn. june it's hot as shit out so it's not fun for them so they got their punishment i feel right and i mean it was so good and i feel dan now that people got that sense of brooklyn Yes. They need to wash Flappamish Demeters to get a different sense, a more truer sense of Brooklyn. Is there chocolate involved in this second season? Is there Are there chocolate bars, Hershey's candy? There's no chocolate, but I will say there's a, a recurring cake thing. I, uh, my character lies and says he can bake a cake and then... And it's a, a scam. recurring little, yes. recurring little oh. uh, thing. It's a little runner throughout the season. So, um, so if you like... Uh, a dessert playing faintly in the background on occasion. <laughs> I mean, boy, do I have a show for you. <laughs> you know, there's some feeders listening that I think are just going to be like, eat the cake. They're like, you can have an OnlyFans of just cutting that slice of cake. And you know, that'll be the online version. There's an episode where like multiple people try it and and they kept like, there's like three different actors. They like take it with their finger because they don't want to actually eat the cake. And I'm like, I'm just looking at him like in this reality, just like that's how people eat cake, just with yeah. their with their pinky. Like that's like it's yeah. They're like I just love the frosting, and yeah, then they're like yeah. jogging in place on my fitness pal, and it's like guys. Right. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah, I love it. Oh, but Dan, yeah. oh my god, thank you so much for jumping on and talking to us. And also, where can people follow you after they watch the show and fall in love with you? Uh, at uh, Dan J Perlman, P E R L M A N on uh, uh, Twitter. 
and Instagram. And uh, just uh, uh, Flatbush Misdemeanors on Showtime. Just DM me and I'll give you my Showtime password. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was going to be our next question was like, but how do we? Oh my, I have Showtime because I watch it and I love it. And, and I, I'll give some, I think you can only give like five your email to five people. So anybody, when Dan gives it to five people, I'll give mine to five people. Well, actually, the first person will be Sarah. I'll give it to. And this is our pyramid scheme. Guys, we did it. We scammed ourselves. Yes. yes. Oh um, thank you guys well, thank so you much. Thank you so much. Sweet. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.